The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Stay tuned for the Network Live News Minute. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Today is September 17th, and this is your Network Live News Minute. At least 22 people were injured on a packed London subway train Friday morning after a homemade bomb exploded. London police called the explosion a terrorist incident and have reportedly identified a suspect linked to the bucket bomb. Survivors left behind on the Caribbean islands devastated by Hurricane Irma say the widespread destruction left in the powerful storm's wake will not prevent them from rebuilding stronger than ever. But first, they need basic supplies and fast. An ISIS convoy that had been stranded in the Syrian desert for two weeks reached militant held territory in eastern Syria on Wednesday after a U.S.-led coalition stopped airstrikes on its route following a request from Russia. Poland's lawmakers have overwhelmingly approved an increase in defense spending to at least 2.1% of the country's GDP, that is, in 2020, and at least 2.5% of it in 2030, well above the level NATO requires. This has been your Network Live News Minute. I'm Lynn Ferris reporting. Today on The Network Live, we'll be visiting with evangelist and prophet Jeff Collins. Jeff has served in many facets of the local church ministry and short-term missions before pastoring and planting churches in Texas. He resigned the pastorate to obey the call of God. Like Abraham and Sarah, he and his wife went out not knowing where God would send them. God has been so faithful to lead them throughout the nations, having been in over 40 countries. Their predominant focus at this time is Europe, the Middle East, parts of Asia, Africa, North and South America, as well as the islands of the seas. Find out more about Jeff on the Network Live today. The glory of God is the manifest beauty of His holiness. It's the going public of His holiness. It's, it's the way He puts His holiness on display for, for people to apprehend. The heavens are telling the glory of God. What does that mean? It means He's shouting at us. He shouts with clouds. He shouts with blue expanse. He shouts with gold on the horizons. He shouts with galaxies and stars. He's shouting, I am glorious. Open your eyes. Do you see it? Do you love it? You were made for this. I'm made for this. 
This is why I exist to see that. Everything is pointing to that. All the glory that I thought was so attractive is going there. This is all husks and ashes. Now we see through a glass darkly. Then, face to face, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. So, the glory that's coming is of such an all-satisfying, infinitely beautiful, totally need-meeting and joy-producing kind. Eighty years of pain will be as nothing. This light, momentary affliction is working for us an eternal weight of what? Glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. God is aiming that we see and savor and treasure His glory, the riches of His glory. So I ask, do you see it? Do you love it? And I'll say again, you were made for this. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Thank you for being with us today. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with evangelist and prophet Jeff Collins. Good morning, Jeff. It's such an honor to have you to be part of our program today. Hey, good morning, Debbie. It's a joy to be with you. You know, it's a... uh, we were just talking before we started about you having a radio voice. I was like, do you, do you ever do radio? Yes, I've done radio. Well, I can tell by your voice. You're going to do great this morning. Well, we are, uh, like I said, excited to have you part of the program today. I'm just going to let you speak freely. Whatever you feel like the Lord has put on your heart this morning for us and for our listeners to hear, we're just going to hear it. I want to hear it. In Psalm 85, there was a question asked by the psalmist. Will you not revive us again, that glory may dwell in our land? Verse 6, will you not revive us again? The latter part of verse 9, that glory may dwell in our land. The question about revival, revive means to quicken that which is dead or about to die. We see the breath of God coming upon Adam, and God breathed into Adam's nostrils, and he became life-giving. Debbie, so many of our cities, so many of our villages, so many places, you can see, you know, death reigning. And God Mm. wants His Holy Spirit to come and breathe life again. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think we are going to be moving into a new movement of God that I believe is the Holy Spirit movement. I think we're going to see things like we haven't seen before. If we'll open our eyes, we've got to ask God to open our spiritual eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Ezekiel's vision, it started with a, a glory encounter there. Mm-hmm. He, was, he sat with the captives. He was in a place of identification with their misery, their suffering, their bondage. And all of a sudden, God began to encounter Ezekiel with with His glory. Mm. And the glory of God is a tangible thing that carries... It's literally called the Kabbad in the Hebrew, the weight. And it comes 
And, and, and what, what happens is once you come into that, there's transformation. We are yes. from glory to glory yes. being transformed. Ezekiel came into open vision and he saw this dead, dry valley. Mm-hmm. And there was an army that it was laying there, slain and dead, mm-hmm. no life. And God began to use Ezekiel as a catalyst to see that which was dead come alive again. Mm-hmm. And God used Ezekiel. He said, I want you now to prophesy. Mm. Prophesy means to gush forth. Yes. And all of a sudden, <laughs> a gusher came out yes. of Ezekiel. He began to prophesy to the deadness, mm. to the dryness, yes. to the separation, and, and the division. And God began to answer what was it God himself initiated into Ezekiel then Ezekiel released it and then a whole nation came in to revival yes yes and what do you um, putting that into times where we are right now how do you what do you think uh, God is up to what does he what does he want for his church I mean I know that the church needs to change we've got to open our eyes we've got to stop quenching the spirit of god he is so grieved by that and in order for us to really receive the fullness of god we've got to we've got to just be on our knees and say god we just want all that you have for us uh-huh. all that you have for us in our journeys we're seeing like now in europe we're seeing awakenings begin mm. to happen uh, wherever we find the refugees from the war, the Syrians, the Pakistani, the Afghani, mm-hmm. so many persecuted peoples have gravitated across, made their journeys, they've suffered much, they've seen much. Mm-hmm. But wherever we find them, in the nations that we go to, we find them open, we find them alive, we see they just that they hunger now for mm-hmm. Jesus. They want Jesus. It's easy to bring them to Jesus. Mm. And so we see now the historic church of the Middle East that why has it been targeted for uh, annihilation? Because they've been light for centuries. Mm-hmm. And here in America, I, the, the words of Emperor Hirohito after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, he said, "I fear that we have awakened." a sleeping giant. And I see the sleeping giant as the American church. We have increased with goods. We we have multiplied. We have amazing large facilities and people and places. But by and large, there is no connect with all that God has purposed for this Mm. great nation. That's right. And we need... We need revival yes, again. Yes, yes. Tell us what you feel like revival. I know you told us that re- what re- the word revive means, but in terms of what God really wants, revival. Explain to us what what He's really doing when He when we need that. What are we looking for? What are we seeking? What do we need to ask for? Yeah, let me share, Debbie, just some personal things. When we we we're still pastoring in Mason. We began to go to Mexico. And then after the call came from God to go out uh, like Abraham, knowing not where, 
we began to invest a lot of our early strength and time in Mexico, as well as the American church. The work in Mexico just absolutely, it just exploded mm. with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, multiple into the millions coming to Jesus. Wow. And out of that, what we were a part of, it's become 450 churches now, even going into the, in different parts of the world. Mm. In other movement that we saw, particularly in Romania, was amazing. It was, uh, you know, there was this little village called Apatza, mm. and uh, right near about 20, 30 miles outside of Brasov, Romania. And in one week, we saw hundreds come to Jesus, and then over the span of the next few months, many thousands planted churches in that area. It was, in all sense of the word, an awakening, yes. a reviving. And that that's our heart cry when we're here in the States, to see that also released here. Yes. So you're saying that awakening that's coming to the church. Do you think the church is going to look different than it looks right now? <laughs> it better. <laughs> it better. That's right. That's right. I think that we're moving into that. I think, I really believe that uh, the next maybe seven years or so is going to be pretty uh, impactful, I think, for the United States. You know, God had a purpose in the United States, mm-hmm. and it wasn't to give in to the enemy's schemes, but it was to be a leader mm-hmm. in in the purposes that he has for today. And so I have not given up on this country. I believe that we are going to be called to great things, and we are on the road to that. Amen. And I know that you believe that, too. Yo. So sharing a little bit more about where you've been, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people that I talk to sometimes, and they say, well, you know, we just don't experience the miracles here in the United States that they do abroad. Why is that, that we're not seeing people healed? We're not seeing the things happen here that people are seeing in other places. I mean, do you, because you tell us about great and wonderful things, but maybe it's just we're not looking here, or what What? What do you say about that? Well, we've seen... Um some amazing miracles right here in the States. Uh, a four-year-old boy that had never spoken. Mm. We had had an outbreak of miracles up in Nebraska in a, in a church in Grand Island. And uh, there were 30-some-odd miracles in the front end of the service. Wow. I preached, upon, uh, preached about Elijah and Elisha, the passing of the mantle. Mm-hmm. So when I finished that message... The people rushed to the front, and but I empowered all the young leaders of the next generation to do all the praying for the people. So mm-hmm. all the way across the front were young leaders, and the whole altar area was packed with people. And so as I was pushing through the, all the people that had come up mm-hmm. to get out to the people that were in, in obviously an encounter out in Mm -hmm. their chairs Mm -hmm. a mother brought her little boy to me four years old and said this Mm -hmm. is my son he's never spoken Mm -hmm. doctors say he'll never speak because of severe autism Mm -hmm. but god told me to bring him to you to pray i just put my hands on the boy's head father in the name of jesus loose this boy's tongue that's all i said and then that was it QSP, quick, sharp, powerful. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we have to be, isn't it? And God does the work. Isn't that great? And so, yeah, I went out to eat and with my daughter, two of my daughters driving hopelessly late to the next place and get a call from the pastor's wife. 
uh, said, hey, Jeff, you prayed for a, a, a little boy or mother brought you, to you, and he couldn't speak. Mm. His mother took him to, out to eat, sign language to him, what do you want to eat? And the first sentence the boy ever spoke in his life was, I want chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> we have trained our children well, right? <laughs> chicken know. nuggets. He knew what that was. That's just amazing. And, you know, I'm so glad that you would share that these are things that are going on right here at home. Because I think sometimes we um, are not really looking or we're not participating in what God is doing. And so thank you for sharing that story because that is a miracle of what is going on right here. And we need to be obedient to do what God tells us to do. And then he'll do the rest, right? Yeah. He'll do the rest. Well... We're going to just continue on, and I know that you have a heart to pray for everyone before we go today, but tell us just quickly before you uh, pray for everyone, you just finished a journey yeah. of uh, where? where you, three so or four we, months you were gone, right? Yeah, we were in uh, 15 different nations, and we started the journey in Israel, led a tour group there, my wife and I, and we ministered to both Jew and Arab and Christians all over the land. We were up in the north at a Messianic congregation in Haifa. Mm-hmm. We were in Jericho speaking with Tassanar. He was an assassin for Yasser Arafat and got saved here in America. And went back and it's a brilliant light Praise there God. in Jericho. And uh, we minister at Sukkah Lau that looks at Mount Zion. We mm. we're there every every year that we we come. We go there to minister, and uh, yeah. So um, we we just we then we went to Cyprus where we have a missional community up in the mountains of the Trodos Mountains above Limassol, mm-hmm. and uh, we have daily worship. We're one of the apostolic leaders of in that movement and we just enjoy going there we used to stay there for months but now because successfully raising up a new generation of leaders we just come there and hug necks and whatnot and i found out about an amazing miracle that happened it was a progressive miracle two days Mm. before we left cyprus uh, this pastor's wife from Romania, where we had had, had so much revival, mm. each one of their children, all except the last one, have been uh, students in our discipleship school. Mm. So she was coming to visit. She caught me out of the worship room and said, Jeff, <laughs> you won't believe this. Years ago in Cluj, you went over to a boy and prophesied that he would be a pastor and a leader. And she smiled and she said, Jeff, we thought you were having a bad night. (laughs) Because I didn't know that the boy was both mentally and physically retarded. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I laid hands and prayed and prophesied over him. And and, uh, her name is Ibby. Ibby said to me, Jeff, it was as if... From that night forward, God began to do a progressive miracle. Yes. And uh, she said, the boy is now a young man. And she was like this. And Jeff, he just graduated university. Awesome. And she said, and you can watch him. You can study his movement. 
and you cannot tell he's ever had any disability whatsoever. Praise God. You know, sometimes we get impatient, and like you're saying, God works miracles all the time, and sometimes it's just our healing takes time, or different things that he's doing. We just need to put our trust in him and believe that he will do what he says that he's going to do. And I and I have to remember that myself sometimes. You know, God, you've spoken, but I just need to be patient. And yeah. so, And I know your heart this morning is to pray for everyone before we go, and so if you would just... Let the Spirit lead you this morning and pray over our listeners. Lord, we're just we're just reaching out to the planet today, Father. We want your Spirit to move. And, Father, we just, we just come to you today. Yeah. Well, Father, we thank you so much that you love your people. You know every man, woman, and child in listening to this broadcast right now. You know their cry. And you know the cry that's within them. And Lord, you are the answer to every cry. You are the answer to every prayer. We thank you right now for the release of your anointing, your healing grace and fire over sickness and disease and infirmity. We thank you right now for opening ears, Lord, for removing stigma stigmatism in eyes for healing back pain reducing tumors to nothing right now in jesus name we pray for hope for the hopeless faith to the faithless and encouragement to those that are downcast in the mighty name of jesus yes thank you lord well jeff we want to Thank you for being a part of the network live today. It has been so refreshing, and we are excited to have you again be part of our program. If you are interested in learning more about Jeff Collins, all you have to do is go to jeffcollinsministry.com, and you can get information there about his calendar, also to schedule him for an event. So be sure and visit jeffcollinsministry.com. You will come back and see us again, right? Yeah. Well, we are excited to have you be a part of our show again. And if you would like to hear more from Jeff today, he will be at Gateway Church today at the Heart of Texas Event Center at 1030. Come on out and hear a message from Jeff. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Life. It's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it. I came to give you life. Life to the fullest. Life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit, life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Welcome back to the Network Live. Rosh Hashanah, or also known as the Feast of Trumpets, will begin at sundown this Wednesday, September 20th, and will end at nightfall on Friday, September 22nd. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, and it is packed with mitzvahs, special foods, and traditions, and it's one of the most celebrated holidays in the Jewish calendar. Here is Rabbi Yaquel Eckstein, President of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, to explain a little more about Rosh Hashanah. Hello, my friends. I'm Rabbi Yechiel Eckstein of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. And today I want to discuss with you the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. 
Rosh Hashanah is a two-day holiday, generally in September or October, but it's based on the Hebrew calendar. It marks not only the beginning of the new year, but a period that is referred to as the Ten Days of Repentance between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. It's a time for introspection, for reflection, for prayer, for looking at ourselves, seeing our sins, coming to grips with them, and making a commitment to repent and do better in the coming new year. No work is permitted on Rosh Hashanah. We spend most of our time in the synagogue in prayer. We also fulfill the biblical commandment to blow the shofar. A hundred blasts each day. And that marks not only the official beginning of the new year, but is a call for repentance. Another practice is called tashlich, meaning to throw. And it is a practice where we go to a lake or body of water, throw in a piece of bread or two, and symbolically rid ourselves of the sins that we may have committed during the year. Several festive foods are eaten on Rosh Hashanah, the most traditional being an apple dipped in honey that symbolizes our desire and our hope and our prayer that we have a sweet year. We also eat a new fruit on this holy day to remind us of the regeneration of our spirit and to appreciate God's blessings to us, the fruit of the earth. Rosh Hashanah provides us with an opportunity to reflect on our past and resolve to be and do better in the coming new year. It's a time for families to come together. It's a time of celebration. In closing, I wish you and your families the traditional blessing and greeting that we offer each other on Rosh Hashanah. L'shana Tova. May you have and be blessed with a wonderful new year. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the network live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the network live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the network live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEORadio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Shana Tova. Have a good and sweet year. Thank you for listening today.